Weirdo Bookworms, unite. We want to share our love of genre fiction with you. Some readers out there may look down on you for your love of horror, sci-fi, and fantasy, but not us. So stop by as we discuss what we've been reading. Hi, genre junkies. It's Sandra. And this is Scott. Well... So, in case you've been living under a rock, in which case, good for you. That's probably what you should be doing. Maybe like a moon rock, like on another planet. <laughs> We're having a pandemic situation here on Earth. And um, yeah, it, it's a whole thing. And it's upsetting, and it's nerve-wracking, and... Uh, God, what what more can you say about it that we all haven't been saying and haven't been feeling? But we decided that the show must go on. So we're going to do something a little bit fun this week. We have a couple of books, uh, you know, we have a couple of books lined mm-hmm. up. We've got a couple of books in the pipe. Yeah, an uh, interview. Yeah. Mm-hmm, a special guest. But this week, we wanted to have a little bit of fun with some with a with a with a group of books that we're both bringing to the table. Yes. Specifically characters. Characters. So um before we get into that, let's just have a moment of, of round table discussion. Um so I mean, of course, none of this is at all to make light of the current pandemic situation and there are people that are suffering and there are people that are dying and it's horrifying in um the most true sense of the word but we're all in this together and scott and i especially me we get through things a lot with humor and with turning to our media our genre loves uh books especially movies tv video games and i think that's how a lot of people are getting through it so um i can say for myself i have watched almost i'm going to finish the last episode after we record of season three of channel zero butcher's block holy smokes what an insane intense season really happy uh to be taking that in reading books of course which we're going to talk about later in future episodes um still doing the cult show still doing spooky slumber party so uh, still staying busy and then also uh scott and i watched the hunt that was really fun that was so much fun that was um it was great. It, it was just, I don't know. It was just everything I wanted it to be. And it was gory and it was profane. and It was brutal and insightful. I, yeah, I had a great time watching that movie. I have to say. Wish uh, I could have seen it in theaters. Yeah, me too. Uh, I have to say this, um, this whole situation has put me in a headspace where I haven't really been interested in watching uh, particularly very tense horror movies or TV shows or, or things in general, which is, we could say, made things a little bit tense in this household. Right, because that's <laughs> what gives me comfort. But uh, The Hunt is just a lot of fun. Very funny. It, it is a very good satire. Both sides come out looking not so great. Absolutely. It's, it's very funny. It's very fun. It's very well directed. I, I think it's definitely worth checking out. Uh, one other thing we should plug a little bit is um, we did a special episode over at the Spooky Slumber Party about The Lodge, which is a recent film release, horror film. I'm on it. Yes, Scott is on it. So Emma and I over at Spooky Slumber Party uh, had seen it. So we really, really want to talk about it because this movie is just 
huge and it's everything. And um, we're like, people need to stop sleeping on it. Oh my God, it's so good. And Scott loved it too. So he just jumped in on this bonus episode. So you got to check that out. That spooky summer party, the lodge episode. It's riddled with spoilers. So hopefully you've seen it. But I had so much fun being able to hop in on that one. It, it was it was a delight. Yeah, because you don't get to discuss film a whole lot. Like Not I do. Really, never. Yeah. Talk about isolation movies, too. Mm-hmm. Damn. So for tonight's episode, we decided we would play a little game. <laughs> you want to play a game? We want to play a game with Billy, where we would pick um, a handful of characters from books that we would be maybe okay being isolated with uh stuck in what, what do you call this again social isolation social isolation quarantine. quarantine with another uh person character and you know maybe kind of what what mischief we would get into with this other individual i think it'll be a lot of fun i'm excited i have a i have a pretty fun list I think my list, I mean, I feel very heartfelt about my list. There was so many I could pick in so many different scenarios. Uh, I'm going to tell you, not a lot of horror, though, because there's not a lot of horror characters (laughs) and scenarios I'd want to be stuck in. I got to say... Uh, do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go first? Um, I'm going to go ahead and go first. Go ahead. Stitches is going to help you out over there. So I'm going to go with the person that I want to be. I want to be isolated with who I think I would have the most fun with. The well, most. Don't forget to say with. where you're isolated. If you're here, if you're yes. there. Yeah. So um, in in this case, I don't. I, I don't care if I'm isolated here or I'm isolated with this character. Preferably here. Uh. This would be Lois Clary from Sourdough by Robin Sloan. Oh, that's not surprising. Uh, a lot of people are discovering the joy of baking during these times. And I have to say, I was here first. <laughs> <laughs> like but, I licked it. It's mine. But seriously, I've been taking very good care of my sourdough starter. I think she and I could swap some tips as far as baking. I'd love to get a sample of, of her magical starter. Mm-hmm. And the book is really appropriate for this because the book is all is kind of all about social isolation although in the book it's not about you forced. know it's not forced but it's about finding community and, and finding a way to connect to people and you know she just really needs a friend and i can be that friend and we can bake sourdough together and we'll have a lot of fun and you know what too wherever you guys are as long as you have her oven Yes. I think that's really the crux there. I I do want her oven. I have to say that book has inspired me to go down a little bit of a rabbit hole on if I could build an oven in our backyard. Oh, God. Yeah, Sandra didn't know about that one until now. Oh, no. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, I I would love to bake sourdough with Lois and have a, a great isolation time doing that. We, there'd be so much, so so many carbs. I want to take advantage of the spicy soup and spicy sandwich. Yes, I want those recipes. Yes, yeah, so I'm I'm for this. I'm for this. Um, my first one, probably also not really much of a shock. I'm going to choose to socially <laughs> isolate over with the poisoners from Kendar Blake's uh, Three Dark Crowns. Surprising, no one series. Yes, so I'll be there at their um their compounds, and I will learn all of their ways at to be a poisoner and um gonna wear really fabulous clothes we're gonna have our bacchanalia party the the grave noir um and 
really just be fabulous. And I'm really looking forward to this opportunity to study this craft and learn with these fine, fine individuals. That's all. Plus, you know, they have all of the food they're going to need to get them through this. Oh, yeah. Totally stocked. We got everything. And we could probably forage for some poisonous mushrooms and stuff to eat and all that. Yeah, I'm not born with the poisoner's gift that I know of, but I'd like to think that I am. But given this time of isolation, I will learn it. I think you will learn it. I think think one of us is going to poison the other by the time this is over. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm going to come out on top. Go ahead. You go next. All right. So the second one is going to be at her office, and it is Candace Chen from Severance by Ling Ma. It's a little on the nose. It Well, a few of these are going to be a little on the nose, and this is not the one that is the most on the nose. But okay. I have to say, Candace and I have a bit of a kindred spirit thing going on right now. Mm-hmm. We're, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, things are not... Uh, going normally, the world is not normal. Mm-hmm. And yet both of us are just doing our jobs as if everything is the same, as if nothing has changed and nothing will ever change. And we're just going to get through this by just doing the same thing every day. Mm-hmm. I think the two of us would actually give a lot of grounding to each other, just being able to talk, just being able to talk about our jobs and being yeah. able to, you know, talk about how crazy things are. And nope, we're just gonna, we're just gonna keep on keeping on like we always have been. I love that answer. And um, I would love to hang out with her too. And maybe that book is a little, oh, something a little triggering for people right now. But man, if you haven't read Severance, God, that's such a good book. It is such an It is book. the millennial dystopian post-apocalyptic read. It just, it's hit so close to home if you're a millennial. Um you know, and I feel the same way as you and Candace. I'm with you on that. But, you know, you and Candace are also both photographers. Yes. So you could, like, maybe encourage each other to, to get out there a little. Get out and, and distance ourselves from everybody else, but maybe take some nice pictures along the way. Yeah, I love that answer. So my second pick is Claire from The Good Demon by oh. our dear friend, Jimmy Cajolis, our good friend who we love madly. Love you so much. Author of Minor Prophets. Author of The Good Demon. You know, I love you, Jimmy. <laughs> um, so Claire is badass chick. She's smart. She's funny. She's interesting. We would read and discuss occultism and literature and philosophy and just really like enjoy each other's company of getting into all that stuff, arcane magics and wear cool, weird, thrifted clothes. And um, yeah, I talked to her all about having a demon in her and what the heck that was like. And I think it would just open us up to go to- down this crazy rabbit hole of occultism. Now, is this is this possessed Claire or is this looking for her demon Claire? Uh, uh, Post-demon post Claire. Post-demon Claire. Which okay. is how she is for um, most of that book. Because otherwise you'd be getting two for the price of one. Which is true. And I'm not like necessarily opposed to that. But... um. You know, I'm a I'm a supportive Claire and I'm like, you don't you don't need that demon Claire. I like you just how you are. All right. So my next character that I would spend isolation with. Oh, I, uh, by the way, Claire, we're, we're going to do this at my house. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. I forgot to say that. She lives in some weird 
like place with weird parents and I'm an old ass person. We're going to have to do this here. Yeah. Come on over here. Hang out on the We're couch. We're good. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, so my next character, I would be hanging out with her and it would be Emika Chen from Warcross. <gasps> that is a great isolation place. I thought about that, but it's not super me. It's super you. Though. It is super me that the, you know, being stuck in the house is hard, but being able to put on a visor and go into, you know, a whole new world is really just, I want it now. A whole new world. <laughs> and on top of that, she and I could play Warcross together. It'd be like playing video games all day while also being able to hang out and in it and, you know, inventive new world leaving the house while never having to we we would we would hack things well she would teach me how to hack uh, we would have so much fun and nerd out and and mm-hmm. and play games it would be a and play great warcross time. and play warcross exactly we would play so much team? Warcross. absolutely i have to look at what all the players roles are again because there was one of them that was like super me that was like like in Harry Potter, I'm totally a seeker. Yeah. You know, in Quidditch. So there was some role that I'm like, oh, that was that's me. I think it was Emika's thing. I think, I think it, it was kind of a seeker thing. It, it, she was the architect. Yeah. Where she where she kind of recreated the world around. Oh, I don't get, know that that's me. Yeah, actually. I don't think that that's you. No, that sounds very involved. <laughs> that would be me. Yeah. That would be me. Uh, and, and just for the record, I would be a beater in Quidditch. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. I think I think with confidence I could play any Quidditch uh position with the exception of keeper. Um and and be really good at it. I'd be a great chaser. Um but I am a seeker cuz I'm really good at finding things. And I'm good at like, oh, kind of isolating and kind of like going into my head. Yeah. Yeah, so I do that. Would you and Emika, would you um would you kind of talk her out of that relationship she's in at the end of the series or wh- how would you would you give her some friendly advice about that? Or are you just going to stay out of her love life? I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't pry. I wouldn't try to force her to talk to me about it. But certainly, I, I don't think I could stand by and, and, you know, watch her, watch her, you know, with this manipulative, awful person who ends up yeah. kind of, I, I mean, it's, it's complicated. It's very complicated. It's very complicated. People have feelings. Yeah. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm here to ask the hard questions, Scott. I think that maybe we would keep things just to gaming and and yeah, surface level. Friendship. Yeah, I think surface level friendship. We'll see. I don't know. I know you sometimes do like to kind of get your opinion in there on people. I do. It's. Kind I don't of think a, you could hold back. I don't think I could hold back. <laughs> I don't think I could hold back, girl. You deserve better. <laughs> I know he's rich, but come on. So my next pick is. Um, a little bit more of a place than a person, kind of like how I was with the Poisoners. Okay. And I would want to run off to The World of the Cruel Prince by Harry Black. Also The Wicked King. Yeah, all of that all of that good stuff. Um, I love fairy. I love the world of fairy so, so much. It's a huge part of like my life and my heart. And I'm so obsessed with her books and her. And... Um, what a good time to get away <laughs> and just get into that world because fairy is beautiful, but it's also cruel. And, you know, it's not like a vacation, but there's a lot of mirth and wonderment there. Uh, I think specifically I would go to a character named Locke's estate. Locke is, um, he's very fox-like 
and it's kind of like a wildernessy estate and it's big and it's beautiful and it's like full of wonderful things but it's not ostentatious and it's kind of like countryish and rural and it's got like big beautiful like grounds on the woods and i think i'd be very happy there and well i definitely don't want Locke to be there <laughs> I know it's his house and all, but he's kind of an ass. But maybe some other fox fae could be there and like that would be fine. But the fae are going to keep you so, so busy and so entertained during an isolation. Plus, do you think this isolation exists in fairy? No, I don't think they have disease. Yeah. I mean, I think I could probably pick just about any other world in, you know, any portal fantasy we've read. And be like, I'd like to be there now. Thank you, please. Okay, yeah. thanks. And, and, you know, just like all of these, all magical worlds, you got to be careful what you wish for. And everything is not just nice and perfect. That's how Scott and I over here, John Junkies, that's how we like our fantasy worlds. We don't like them perfect. We like them a little dark and a little a little thorny. Sometimes where it's not even as good as the, the, the earth world we come from. Right? Maybe it'll make me appreciate our world when I get back to it. I'm just kidding. I love our world. All right. So this next one is going to be incredibly on the nose. <laughs> when we first talked about this, this is the first thing that came to my mind. And I'm going to refer to this series by the name of the series and not the name of the first book. But this is the first book we ever reviewed oh, on God. Genre Junkies. Yes, I thought of this. I want to hang out with Graham from... The China Pandemic. I don't want to say that name. It's the name of the book, though. I know it is. Okay, well, the name of the book is The China Pandemic, which makes it very on the nose, and it makes me kind of uncomfortable to even say Yeah, that's not that how you mean it, but that is, that is the name yeah. of the book. The, the name of the series is Graham's Resolution. Yeah, so Graham from that series. Yeah. And I will hang out with Graham here, there, anywhere, <laughs> because Graham is the ultimate prepper he knows exactly what he's doing he knows exactly what to do in every situation i want to learn everything from him he and i will become prepper buddies mm -hmm. we're gonna we're gonna you know we're gonna make a log cabin out in the woods a lean to or something yeah. we're gonna hunt our own food we're gonna start our own fires yeah and we're gonna survive it we are just gonna be the best that series is probably a little bit triggering right now yeah, that's another one that's a little oof. Ah. But if you like prepper fiction, if you like if you're interested in prepping at all, The China Pandemic is a really fun book for that. Uh it's something that I haven't picked up again and, and read and finished the series. This is probably gonna be the time that I do it. I have a really strong itch and I really want to to hang out with Graham again. I know that um you liked that book more than I did. Um and that's been like a series that for me, I've been kind of okay letting go. I've not really a huge desire to go back to that series. But I think you and a lot of people really like it and like, or would really like it and get a lot out of it. Um, I believe I called it prepper porn. It is prepper porn. Yeah. I don't think anyone who likes that book will be offended by you calling it prepper <laughs> porn because it is. It absolutely I love is. that that pick. And you know, more than anything, I think you would just like to go, go camping with your buddy. I think that's really what I'm getting from that pairing. That very much is it. Yes. Yeah. I want to go camping and, and, you know, put, put all of those prepper skills to use. <laughs> so here's my second to last one here. Cheated a little bit. Sorry, not sorry. You know, we like to throw a little bit of a wrench in these little games sometimes. So I'm going to choose to self-isolate with an author that 
I don't know a whole lot about, but I really want to get to know him. So instead of a character or a book, I'm going to isolate with Jeff Vandermeer, who wrote the Southern Reach trilogy, aka the Area X trilogy, aka the Annihilation series. Get out of here. Yes. So Jeff seems very interesting. And he's a cat person. He is very smart. He's incredibly smart. He's very funny. Um, This series I loved. I loved Scott and Amanda, who are guests on the show, um, didn't love it how <laughs> I did. Amanda fell more in the middle, and Scott really um, hated, hated, hated this trilogy. My my views on this trilogy are well documented on this yeah. show. Um, but I love the idea of, of Jeff's mind. And it's weird fiction, and I love weird fiction, and it's bizarre and surreal, and it's high concept, and it's scary, and it's sweet. It, and I'm like, I want to spend time with this person who creates in this world. And he teaches a lot of writing workshops, he and his wife. Um, and I think I could spend some time with him, and he could teach me to be a better writer. And we could just have a lot of deep thought-provoking conversations and what-if concepts and, you know, what if things were this way and what if things were that way. And um, yeah, I, I think I think it'd be awesome to get to know Jeff and spend that time with him because I find him so interesting and his works and his point of view so interesting. And I think, I mean, I love my house, but I think we're going to isolate at his place because it's probably really nice. <laughs> it probably is. Yeah. So I take it you won't be joining us. No, I will not be joining you. I'll hang out here with the cat. <laughs> You're not taking the cat. He's a cat person. I'm yeah. taking the cat. No, He's you're not cats. taking the cat. You can hang out with his cats. I'm keeping the cat. I'm going to need all the cats. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can I do an honorable mention before I get to my last one? Sure. Okay. So the second character that first came to mind that was a little on the nose is Rory from Resistant by Rachel Sparks. Oh, I know. And yeah. it's And it was a selfish thing because Rory has magic antibodies in her blood but really that's for antibiotic purposes and not for antiviral purposes so unfortunately rory you get the boot but um you and more specifically your author rachel sparks rachel i want to be in isolation with you i feel like you would make us both feel so much better while also scaring the pants off of us about how serious this is. I, I I have even said it myself on Twitter. All I want is a podcast with you in it to talk about coronavirus every single day and talk about how we're going to be okay and this is how we're going to do it. Mm. So you are my honorable mention. She is like this beacon of light <laughs> in my social media world. And I love her so much. And she's making bread. She is making bread. I'm so proud of her. Yeah, Scott, I really am just, I'm not going to need you much longer. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Rachel's making bread. I know. I know. (laughs) Rachel's going to steal, steal both of us. So, so that's my, that's my honorable mention. My final character that I want to hang out with is Loose Cannon from A Song for a New Day by Sarah Pinsker. Mm, God, Sarah, you're like a freaking Nostradamus with this thing. It is really frightening how close she got this. This is 
her she's book. She's so smart. I she's mean, very smart. This book, I mean, A Song for a New Day is basically where we are now in 10 years. It's yeah. it's a combination of of severance of, you know, this isolation and Warcross with a little bit of uh, you know, virtual reality mixed in, mm-hmm. but loose canon. She and I would make such cool music together and mm-hmm. we would just I mean, let's be honest, we'd be hanging out on this couch cuz we'll hang out here. Or, or 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 we can hang out at a stage, whichever is best. We'd be on the couch getting high, making music, yeah. and I can get mm-hmm. down for that. With Tally getting high, getting high. <laughs> That's a great answer and very uh, very on the nose for you. Very very uh, on brand. So my last choice is I'm gonna socially isolate here with Janice and Ysmay from The Babysitter's Cup by Kate Williams. And here's the thing, though, is girls, you got to bring your entire closets, all your makeup, and all your accessories. (laughs) And we're all going to pool our resources, and we're going to come up with basically a a brand. We're going to come up with a brand where we've got not only demons and fun occult stuff going on and witchy goodness, but we're going to have a blog, we're going to have a YouTube, we're have an Instagram, we're gonna have a TikTok, we're gonna have everything where we do looks. And it's just it's just a look book channel experience, get ready with me. And you know like how they'd come up with like their like their look names like you know, divorcee from Atlanta or whatever. And so we would do that and we'd come up with like whole characters and kind of backstories for our looks and and, and we'd show them to the people and we bring that joy into the world right now with our awesome, thrifty, insane fashion while also fighting the forces of evil. I am kind, I, I want to hang out with you guys. Can I be part of this? I am sorry. It is social isolation. Yeah. Isolation. Okay. I. I. It's a hard word. Um. Isosceles triangle. <laughs> <laughs> <It's a circle>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, what I'm saying is no. <laughs> it's gonna be a no from us. All right. Me and Luce will be making music in the garage then. Yeah, you guys can totally have the garage. That's fine. And again, I want this to be here at my awesome house that I love, but the girls have to bring their whole closets. I don't think we have enough closet space here. We're the office would just out. turn into a closet. Yeah, yeah, it's part of the plan. Um, So that's it for this round. That is it for this round. Um, Maybe we'll play another round at some point. Uh, as we said, we got stuff coming up. We've got book reviews. We've got author interviews. Uh, we, we got it all coming. So for everyone out there, we love you. Stay safe. Wash your hands. We're going to get through this. This isn't, this is not as much as, you know, we talk about it, the apocalypse. It's mm-hmm. not the end of the world. I mean, it's a big deal. I don't want to say, oh, it's not the end of the world. Like that, that phrase usually means like, it's not a big deal. It's not literally the end of the world. We're going to get through this. We're going to come out the other side. I know that there's a lot of people out there suffering uh, physically, economically, uh, mentally, but we're we're gonna make it through this. Yeah, I agree. Be kind to each other. Be loving and kind to everybody that you have any interaction with, especially the people who are still working places to give us the resources we need and people that are keeping us safe. Be kind to each other on the internet. Use this time to reflect and appreciate the beauty of our planet and the strength of, you know, our kinship with one another and read lots and lots and lots of books. 
read all the books. All of them. And for a lot of you, you no longer have a bedtime. Yeah, but I do. I still have a bedtime. So do I. We still have a bedtime. The cat still keeps us on schedule. So if you do, please keep reading past your bedtime. And if you don't, just keep reading. Just keep reading. (laughs) 